most of the people are protesting in the streets because they don't know what's really taking place, right? So the title of this bill, right? And as I said, you're tuning into the Facts Over Feelings, Third Eye High Podcast. I am your host, JF Bay. And today's topic, we're dealing with uh, the Roe v. Wade uh, overturn Supreme Court case, right? Because many people there are not familiar with what's the case about. What was it overturned? How does it benefit me? How does it not benefit me? Am I even a part of the argument, right? And that's the thing with our people mostly. We're extremely misinformed and we just start following cave kids around and we keep thinking that these things are a part of our argument. Meaning, we got to jump into the argument and add our two cents to something. And yeah, this is going to disenfranchise us and this and that. And they tried that with the fake vote situation, right? But before we get into it, salute, salute to everybody on the check-in. Peace, love, and light. Give thanks for everybody tuning in. So when you come in, do me a favor, share this to somebody, tag somebody, do what you got to do. Because, uh, you know, they got me out the algorithm, you know, out here truth trafficking in these spiritual streets. Even right now, they got my camera jumping. So, you know, anytime I get on here, it's, it's for a brief time because, you know, they're subject to, like, uh, fuck with the edit, the, uh, the live broadcast editing and everything. But, family, I want to go over some things, right? I want to go over uh, why they have your energy being pulled in this moment, right? Because if many of you don't know... There is um, a very unique uh, planetary situation that's taking place. Right now, you got seven planets. Mercury, uh, Jupiter, Venus, Mars, the Moon, uh, Neptune, Uranus. You got all these planets in conjunction, and they're in a straight line. They're lined up. This happens, the last time it happened was 18 years ago, right? And believe it or not, this uh, planetary conjunction lines up until the 24th to the 27th. So it's a reason in these few days, they're pulling at your energy. Because remember, attention goes where your energy goes, where your attention flows, right? So what you see is basically the spiritual realm is always at play, right? What do I mean by that? The, the spirit doesn't know, or the universe doesn't know what you mean literally. Meaning what I meant was this or, or that. Case in point. You got people right now fighting about the Roe v. Wade case and what is your particular argument? So what is the Roe v. Wade case, right? So it was a situation with uh, the Euro cave kid, we're going to say Jane Roe, right? Jane Roe. And this this, uh, woman said she was raped and she became pregnant and she wanted to have the right to be able to have an abortion. Pay attention. Since that time... 40% of the population or 40% of all abortions have been melanated people since that case. So what happened? After that case, they they were able to muster up federal dollars to say, hey, we we can spread money around and kill some babies, particularly in melanated communities, right? So you, you keep in mind, in the 70s, you know, you had dope. Right? They was trying to hit us with that. You had the pimping, all kind of stuff, the black exploitation films. And then the 80s, you had crack hit the neighborhood, right? And then so it's like in 10-year increments, they found a way to wipe out populations of our people. But since the early 70s, they've been uh, ushering in this planned parenthood type movement where basically, hey, we're gonna help you, mom. You know, you, you're too poor and you don't need to have that baby. So we're gonna fund it and help you get rid of it. But we're going to go into the sinister undertones of this whole Planned Parenthood movement, right? 
because I don't know if you understand what melanin is, and we're going to do a build on that later on the podcast, but melanin is something, melatonin, right? Melatonin and melanin is interchangeable, but melanin is something that not just your pigmentation, you know, we all running out, I got melanin in my skin, even the, even the cave kids got melanin, small trace amounts, right? So we're not talking about I'm talking about the melanin that controls all the centers in your body, all of the systems in your body. Now, you ever notice that they have these melatonin pills? We're going to get into that later in another build. But I want to connect that to this. What if you knew that your aborted baby was a value? What if someone got paid off of that baby that you just said, I don't want to have this shit. Get it out of me so I can go on to the club next week, shake my thing, and we have another one. Now, I'm not, I'm not uh, negating the women going through the situation. I'm making sense of this genocide described as help in our neighborhoods, right? So I'll just leave it at this. What if your aborted baby was being ground up to make makeup for the cave kids? What if your aborted babies was grounded up to make melatonin pills? the Europeans that can't sleep because their pineal is calcified and they can't get to the spirit realm. Hold that thought. Put a pen in that. We're going to get into some shit. But do me a favor. Roll you up something. Pour you up one. I mean, pour you something. Roll you one. And grab a pen and pad. You know what I'm saying? And take some notes because we're going to get into some very powerful shit this evening. Right? And I just want y'all to deal with this facts on your feelings. Right? And I know a lot of people are touching on this subject. And they're coming from emotional standpoint, right? And I'm just dealing with this facts of feelings. I don't want to uh, get people emotional. I don't want to, well, this and that, and it's my right, my body. All of these mantras were created by your open enemy. So before you start latching on to these statements and start running in the streets and protesting yet again, why don't you see who's orchestrating it? Why don't you see why is all this taking place? So I want to go into something, right? And I want to also bring in um, the Empress. If any of you catch the build I did a few months ago about the fatal baby formula, right? Because that's another thing. I want to bring in the Empress uh, Universal Guru, Universal Health Guru Jazz, right? I want to bring her in. We did an interview a few months ago. And I'm going to bring her in to talk a little bit more on this abortion thing and as well as the herbal side of this, right? And the herbal remedies and stuff to help the mother stay healthy and help the mother be able to conceive and become a mother, right? So I'm going to bring that sister in a little later in the build. But let's start something here, right? Let's start this, right? I, I got I got a powerful build for y'all, and we're going to do it divine masculine, divine feminine, right? So I want y'all to take a look at this right here, right? Um, let's see if I can turn the light off. Hold on. You ain't going to let me turn the light off. Oh, shit. Facebook's bugging already. Give me a second, family. All right, so, wow, they don't let me turn this bright-ass light off. Huh, they got rid of some of my features. It's all good. No sweat. No sweat. Give me a second, family. I'm trying to turn this light off because I don't need the light. And we can use it anyway. All right, all right. See if y'all could bear with me on that. I'm going to try to turn my other light down because on the playback, I don't know how that's going to look. You know what I'm saying? That might look crazy on the playback. All right, so so family, take a look at this here. Gary Franks, and Gary Franks is um, a politician, right? 
So here's his stance on this, right? And this was uh, a few months ago. See, a lot of people, you notice that they got you protesting in the streets about this Roe v. Wade case, but they were talking about overturning this since 2020. So where was that same energy to be like, oh, my God, my body, my child, all the crazy stuff that people are talking about? But I'm going to show you that they don't have the power to make, make such law anyway, that it's all rigged to play. And if you don't know your power, I can say, yo, you, you got the right to not blow your nose. So niggas going to be holding their sneezes in? Like, come on, man. So Gary Franks, right? Black babies are nearly 40% of U.S. abortions, right? There are There is something wrong with this picture. Nearly 40% of all abortions in America since Roe v. Wade have been from black Americans. This equates to more than 20 million pregnancies aborted. That would be the equivalent to either the population of New York or Florida. Yet, black people make up just 14% of the U.S. White people account for 35% of all abortions, as the majority population in this country. So it's saying we're having more abortions than the Euros. And, you know, not to say that they're not having them. You know, like, women are aborting babies, period, right? But we're not, we're not, we're not arguing the fact if the woman has the right to do what she wants with the child. We're not talking about that. We're looking at the psychology overall of the conversation. Because one thing I've seen today, right? I've seen this today. Yesterday, people were protesting. Now, you got to understand how the universe responds to your energy. Yesterday, people were protesting. For what? They were protesting because they overturned the Roe v. Wade case. So what they overturned it, which means now abortion is legal, illegal in several states. Illegal, meaning you can be charged with a crime for trying to get an abortion. This is the argument they're posing, right? So New York City, a few other states, people were protesting in the streets yesterday, but today they all got pride. They're all in the fucking streets having a parade. Make this make sense. Yesterday you were arguing for the right to have an abortion? So what are you saying? Give me the right to kill my child. Give me the right to kill God. You got to understand the undertones and the spiritual uh, intent that's behind this energy that they're mustering up. Now, I'm not telling you, well, so you saying that a woman shouldn't have an abortion. I'm going to go over some stuff that's going to have you with a clear mind. And, and this build is mainly for my sisters this evening, right? But of course, my brothers, of course, because we're tied to it. You know what I'm saying? We, we're the ones that fertilize that, that seed, right? Fertilize that egg because in her womb, there's a nation. So which means every sister when she's born, even when she's a little girl, she carries all those eggs to, to form an entire nation already in her womb. She just needs the slight assistance of us. So what I'm saying is there's a bigger thing in play. And they're trying to make it seem like you got a choice, you don't got a choice. Who are these people to make a law of such kind? Because you don't know your power. So you mean to tell me yesterday y'all protesting for the right to kill God, for the right to kill the young gods you're bringing forth. And then today you got all this pride. You at your parade, they got nothing to do with sustaining life. Now, I don't, got, I don't have nothing against anyone's alternative lifestyle. That's your thing. If you like to sleep with kangaroos, 
Cool, but you don't see the I like to sleep with kangaroos parade, do you? There is an agenda in place. And I'm and I'm going through New York City. I'm coming from Trader Joe's, doing a little shizopping, and they're having a parade. They got all these streets blocked off and this and that. And I'm like, well, all this pandemic stuff, all this, all this shit that's been going on the past two years, they still got a got time to celebrate? What the fuck's going on? What about all these babies that are dying behind the formula shit? What happened to that? What happened to all the babies that are mysteriously catching hepatitis? What happened to all these conversations? Why aren't you protesting about that? But everybody got got time to have a parade. So what I'm saying is this. Yesterday you was protesting for the right to kill your child. Today you're at a parade that's anti-appropriation. Pay attention. Because what I what I noticed, right? And again, you an adult, you doing whatever your turn of, yo, that's your thing. I'm not bashing anybody. Live your life. What I am saying is this. I've seen a large amount of children at this parade. Children waving the flags, children, young teenagers, children, adolescents, children, five, six, seven in the parade. So how do you translate what's going on to them? Or are they part of it? See, there's something else in place. How do you do a day before? <laughs> We're protesting for the right to kill our child. And then the next day, you got all this pride. What's the pride about? We're going to get into it. So let's get back to this. So they're saying that this equates to more than 20 million pregnancies. Right? I'm sorry. Did I, did I ruffle some feathers? Hey, it's meant to. But 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 this message is is coming with love, right? Because we're not we're not hating anyone. We're coming with love. But I just want to remind you of God's power, and we're gonna go into who God is. Because I'm gonna go into that book today too. Because they're having that argument too. Well, you know, abortion is a sin, and this and that, and you're gonna get stoned, and you're going to hell. We're not talking no that. We're not talking no spooky mystery God. Because as it says in the Quran, where is Allah? Where is God found? In your heart, right? The closest way to find God is in your heart. So we're going to really go into what this really means. Because the prophet said love instead of hate. So we're not dealing with no hate here. So now you're looking at, so why is this happening? It's a silent genocide within America. After all abortions would amount to a 50% reduction of the black population. Today, there are 46 million black Americans. I support I supported the so-called pro-choice position while in Congress, right? And this, this piece is from the Congressman Gary Franks, right? And he says, these are votes I regret today, and I pray for God's forgiveness on so many levels. I am not declaring Planned Parenthood during the early part of the 20th century a racist organization, and definitely not today. But you can judge for yourself based on the content of this column. Man, this light is distracting me because I'm trying to read. And they usually have a way where you can take it off, but now I can't take it off. This is super weird. Give me a second, family. Yikes. Yikes. All right. All right. We're going to make it work. Because light got me sweating. Whatever. Whatever. We're going to make it work. So now Planned Parenthood has appointed about half of its presidents from minority communities. See, they get our people... To push their product. See what's going on here? Follow the narrative, guys. So they get half of its presidents from minority communities. 
In its early days, it succeeded in enlisting the support of many, if not most, of the black leaders during that period. Today, every member of the Congressional Black Caucus supports Planned Parenthood because they all get a kickback from this organization. Now remember, Planned Parenthood went into gear right after that case, Roe v. Wade. And they went into gear, high gear in our communities. Seeming like they're super helpful. You always gotta gotta look at the underlining factor as to why they going so hard to help you out. So now, today, every member of the Congressional Black Caucus supports Planned Parenthood. So how could it be racist? One could argue. See, so they'll get a lot of our people to back something and just say, "Yeah, we trying to help young mothers that you know don't have the means and the money to support the child, so we're gonna help them abort it." But they're not telling you they're making money off that that aborted fetus. See, there's an underlining market, a black market that's in place why they're encouraging you to keep aborting your children. Why? Keeps, keeps the population under control and less of your people, less of your people to take over government, offices, etc. Right? Less of community. So there are two sides to every coin. One side talks about black infant mortality rate and the death rate of black mothers during childbirth. Their mantra, health care, yet the other side has mounting abortions of black pregnancies. Former president, this is, this is disturbing here. Former president Richard Nixon was the first to authorize federal funds to Planned Parenthood in the 1970s. As an extension of the Public Health Service Act, Title V, Title X, excuse me, his uh, administration provided funding for family planning and services, including contraception, condoms, which had bipartisan support in Congress. No American woman should be denied access to family planning assistance because of her economic condition. Do you see how they go with the wordplay? They call it family planning assistance. So they assist you with killing your child, and it's called family planning. They got a nice spin game. The line is drawn on abortions, however. Some of Planned Parenthood's largest contributors refuse to support any of their funds going towards abortion. More should follow. Thanks to the Hyde uh, Amendment, Congress denies nearly half a billion dollars a year from doing the same. Yet Planned Parenthood is the leading provider of abortion services. This is unfortunate. The organization has cleverly added cancer screening to its list of services. And what does that have to do with its original mission of family planning? But like baseball and apple pie, how can you oppose it? Smart. So Planned Parenthood is also getting cancer dollars because, believe it or not, they're also misdiagnosing a lot of people in melanated communities telling them they got cancer when, when they're dealing with a shitload of chronic inflammation. And if they change their diet, Put some herbs in a, in a system and detoxed, they can reverse this damage. But again, they're turning you into a multiple customer. So it goes on to say, I implore the U.S. Supreme Court to do everything in its power to support the madness. The socioeconomic reasons should not be justification to abort a pregnancy in America. Planned Parenthood's leaders are as skillful with their erroneous and subtle tactics as the tobacco industry was back in the day. 
Big Tobacco used the vast majority of its billboard advertisements to target the black community, knowing full well that its product is harmful to one's health. The pro proliferation of the liquor store and illegal drugs also seem to find their ways disproportionately into the black community. And what is not found in many black communities are grocery stores selling fresh fruits and vegetables. We know this, but I gotta document this for those that later gonna listen to this podcast that don't know what we're talking about. Oh, and where are the most of the Planned Parenthood facilities? You guessed it, in the black community. Why aren't they assisting all of these cave kids with their abortions? Because they're not getting it at as a rate as you. As a matter of fact, a lot of them are at a zero birth rate. They're trying to get pregnant while you're just tossing yours away. God's killing gods. There are so many reasons to seriously overhaul this organization. So now I want you guys to take a look at this, right? Now here is the reported legal abortions by race of women who obtained abortion by the state of occurrence. So now, if you look at by state, you'll see in Alabama, 33, uh, excuse me, 30% of European, Caucasian, so-called white, are getting abortions, and you see 62% of melanated people are getting, getting uh, abortions. And we're talking about so-called black and brown people, right, if you want to go by these, these misnomers. But you understand, anybody that's not a European, you fall under that other percentage, right? And they say Hispanics, 21%, and 5% in Alabama. Alaska, 49% European, 7% of melanated communities. So it's not that many melanated people in Alaska. So you see that these abortions go by where you live. So now in Arizona, 38% European, 11% melanated. Arkansas, 44% are having abortions, and 47% melanated people are having abortions. California, they didn't even rate California or Colorado, right? So even these stats, you know, if you want to choose to believe them, but I'm just giving you a barometer as to where, you know, they're looking at this. In Connecticut, of course, 37%, 33%. Delaware, 43 to 42 So it's like the same percentage of so-called whites and so-called blacks. District of Columbia, 19% European, and 53% melanated communities. So you look here, Georgia, 21% European, 65% melanated. No rating in Hawaii, Idaho. Look at this. In Idaho, 68% Europeans are having abortions, only 3% melanated communities. So even when they, they, they push that narrative, like, you know, so-called black women are having the most abortions, it's based on the state you're in, all right? Because when there's a lot of Europeans in certain states, you'll see a higher rate of their people getting abortions. But we're not we're not arguing the right to have an abortion, this or that. We're just saying there's something else going on as to, because there's some sisters that might have had five or six abortions, and, and, and that's your piece. But I'm saying there has to be something spiritually, mentally broken the system that she's allowing so many people to enter her womb and she's not taking precautions. And then when she has, she just run and go get a pill and they're making money off the Plan B pills too. So the same people that's <laughs> telling you they overturned something, they still selling you their products. So they're making money on both sides of this argument. So you need to get out of the argument, my people. And that's the whole point of this book. I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your body or this or that. I'm just trying to tell you to stop, step back, take a look at who's pulling your strings. That's it.
And if you see here, by different states, Michigan, 40%, European, 52%, our people. And you see in Minnesota, they're at a higher rate of abortion, 47% opposed to 28%. In Montana, look at that, 83% Europeans. They don't even have a rating of melanated people in Montana. See? So it's all based on where you are. Of course, North Carolina, 32% are um, European, 49% our people are having abortions. Utah, 60% of their people are having abortions. 5% of our people are having abortions. But look at Vermont, mostly European uh, people in that community. 90% are having abortions in Vermont, opposed to 4% so-called black. Just like they tell you that most of our people are hooked on crack and heroin and, and all this other stuff, but the, the, the highest uh, population of fiends or drug users are in Vermont, and it's 98% so-called white people in Vermont. See what's going on? So they hide their sickness, right? This is why even so-called the president, the Zoom call president, his son, uh, Hunter Biden, he's a crack user. You've seen on his laptop, right? This is not alleged. You've seen on his laptop, he was smoking crack. This is why his dad passed a law where they got centers where you can openly use drugs, shoot up, smoke crack, all that in the vicinity if you got your mask on. So it's showing you that they're changing the reality that we know. It's no longer a war on drugs. These niggas selling all kinds of drugs. So, so let's take a look. Let me keep this going. Yeah, they got this light fucking with the kid. I don't know why they won't let me take this light off. <laughs> yeah, because it's like bouncing off and like, okay, so look at this here. You see how they spin the narrative? Now, this was in May. This was before they even ruled on the case Roe v. Wade. This publication from the PBS News. Now, look how they, how they, they pose the narrative. So, whereas once they make a move, they go to our communities and say, hey, you should be outraged about this. You should be upset about this. But again, we're getting into arguments where we shouldn't even be in. So it says black and Hispanic people have the most to lose if Roe is overturned. And they're referring to the case Roe v. Wade. Here we are. They just overturned it a few days ago. Peace, Empress. Give thanks. Thanks for always supporting and tuning in. Yup, I'm back, you know, truth trafficking, dropping off these spiritual keys. So... It says in Jackson, Mississippi, if you are black or Hispanic in a uh, conservative state that already limits access to abortion, you are far more likely than a white person to have one. Do you see how they, they play up the word language and, you know, access? This is what they were talking about, why people weren't getting the COVID vaccine. Oh, poor communities, melanated communities don't have access to, to a free vaccine. Really, nigga, we just don't want it. But you see how they always say we're disproportionate and we don't have access to something to make it seem like you should have it. It's a chess move. And if the U.S. Supreme Court allows states to further restrict or even ban abortions, minorities will bear the brunt of it, according to statistics analyzed in Associated Press. The potential impact on minorities became all the more clear on Monday when the leak of a draft Supreme Court um, opinion suggesting the court's conservative majority is poised to overturn the landmark case 1973 decision legalizing abortion. See what happened? So in May, they leaked an information uh, memo that already said they was going to overturn this case months ago. 
So how is all these people in the streets protesting like they didn't get the news? Because this shit is all orchestrated. We talking about Supreme Court justices that can be fired. Their whole career get tossed in the trash for leaking information. But nobody was charged with that. They leaked the shit and then follow through on it. But again, I'm going to go into it and show you they don't got the power to do none of that shit. That case was a fluke in 73, and the overturn of it's a fluke right now. All of this is a test to see if you know your power. To see if you know who truly, if you truly know who God is. So it goes on to say, that draft decision is not yet final, but it sent shockwaves through the country. See, so months ago, people should have been allegedly in the streets as they are right now today. But why is it all in the same week of this Pride Month shit and all that? They put it on your energy to be in the streets to spiritually say, I want the right to kill my child. Sounds like you're agreeing with the same agenda that's playing out at the parade, aren't you? Inadvertently. You get what I'm saying? I'm not attacking anybody individually. I'm just talking about an overall agenda. So now it goes on to say, Overturning the Roe v. Wade decision would give states authority to decide abortion's legality. Roughly half, largely in the South and Midwest, are likely to quickly ban abortion. So why are they so quick to ban abortion in the South? But it's really, if you really look at it, here's how they play you. I say you can't do something, and you're going to force yourself to do it anyway. See what's going on? Right. Just like the same thing with the jab, Memphis. And, and I've helped dozens of people shoot them down just by standing on the word of God. You notice that that they're not pushing that mass shit anymore? Y'all ain't figured the game out yet? You notice that the airport has the big sign now when you fly. Masks are optional. But you niggas is still flying with your masks on. Everywhere, the masks are optional. But the masks always been optional. Because... I don't know if you were paying attention. In April, the Supreme Court ruled that the CDC had zero fucking power to issue any mandate. They ain't got the right to tell you to tie your shoe. Do you see how they all just backed away like, oh shit, we almost should have went to jail. We should have got hung for treason for the shit we did. But we doubled back and people are still volunteering to do the shit anyway. So, again, if you don't know your rights, you don't have them. Because ignorance of the law is no excuse. So, just like you're volunteering to wear a mask, you're volunteering to put your energy in this argument. I want the right to kill my child. You shouldn't have the right to kill your child. They got people arguing on both sides. And they created the argument. But if you God, can't nobody tell you what to do with your power. Unless you're still thinking like a slave. So it says, when it comes to the effect of minorities, the numbers are unambiguous in Mississippi. People of color comprise 44% of the population, but 81% of women receiving abortions, according to the uh, Kaiser Family Foundation, which tracks health statistics. In Texas, there are 59% of the population, 74% of, the, of those receiving abortions. So I'm just showing you guys the data, showing the numbers, so you can see where I form my consensus of you know where I'm at with this. And I'm not just trying to pick an argument or tell a woman what to do with her body, you know, because that's that's not the argument here. I'm telling you that you shouldn't be listening to these people at all. Just like you shouldn't have been listening to them about the mask, just like you shouldn't have been listening to them about the vaccine. All of this shit is one big game 
to see how can we steal power from you because you don't know your power. So they out here vampiring out this bitch. Facts over feelings. So let's look at something here, right? And I want to I wanna touch on this, and then I'm going to bring in the Empress, and we're going to build a little bit more on this and try to, you know, change some minds. So this report here, right, this is a Cura document, HHRG 115, right? Policy report, the effects of abortion on the black community. Now, this is a very powerful PDF because they don't hide nothing. They give you the truth. Man, it's light. Why can't I take this light off? Yowza. They won't let me take this light off to save my life. Oh, here we go. Booyah. They hit the little light icon. We back. All right, so let's look at this. This paper was from uh, June 2015, right? So I'll, I'll bring in this portion, and then I'll bring in the system. Um, introduction. Politicians argue for abortion largely because they do not want to spend the necessary money to feed, clothe, and educate more people. Here, arguments for inconvenience and economic savings take precedence over arguments for human value and human life. Psychiatrists, social workers, and doctors often argue for abortion on the basis that the child will grow up mentally and emotionally scarred. See, they got all of these people arguing on both sides of the argument to keep you confused of your power. You shouldn't even be in this argument because they ain't got the right to tell you to blow your damn nose or not. Get what I'm saying? See, in this past two years, what you're seeing is all of these actors fall flat on their face and they can't keep the lie up. But the more they keep you frustrated and in your feelings bag, you just helping them further the lie. So now it goes on to say here, um, but who of us is complete? If incompleteness were the criterion for taking life, we would all be dead. If you can justify abortion on the basis of emotional incompleteness, then your logic could also lead you to killing for other forms of incompleteness, blindness, crippleness, old age, right? To whereas when they was talking about Hitler, right? When they just saw, let's get rid of the decrepit people and the useless people in society. So they're trying to mirror this argument. But again, we shouldn't even be in the argument. The pro-life uh, Jesse Jackson, January 1977. And this clip right here was from Jesse Jackson, right? Messy Jesse. I am somebody, I am an African-American fake misnomer that basically took your nationality from you by way of your own confession. Messy Jesse, one of the first tap dancers, concealing the truth and selling the lie. Facts over feelings. Since the 1973 Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision, over 54 million babies have been aborted in centers around the nation. It can be said with certainty that the practice has had a personal, practical, and political effect on communities and citizens. Every town, city, ethnicity, and age group has suffered from the tragic effects of this mostly surgical and sometimes medical procedure. The true toll of abortion may remain unknown and immeasurable because the data, for the most part, has not been collected and has been ignored by those responsible for its collection. The so-called right to privacy that allowed abortion on demand was created by the Supreme Court for women. But for 40 years now, that right has been extended to the abortionists as well. 
This shrewd of privacy enables abortionists to literally get away with murder and mayhem as thousands of women are injured each year. Because you got to keep in mind, you got thousands of women that die from abortion complications, right? R.I.P. to the sister Sharon, right? There was a sister that I went to high school with, and I sent my prayers to her family. She had an abortion, and she passed after having this abortion because they didn't do it properly. What is a proper way of killing a child? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even, you know, I'm not arguing one way or the other. I'm just saying, use your power wisely. That's all I'm saying. But there are a lot of women that, you know, have infections leading up to death. Some women can no longer have children after having an abortion. So just ask yourself that. Would you have an abortion, ladies? I want y'all to, in the comments, would you have an abortion if you went to have that abortion and you couldn't have children after that abortion? What if that was the, 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 the consequence of having an abortion? Would you still go through with abortion, ladies, if you would give up your right to have a child in the future? See, I, I want y'all to ponder on God's power because God's power is your power. And I'm going to show you that in the book. So now, it goes on to say that the most unregulated industry, right? Abortion has become the most unregulated industry in the United States because governors, legislators, and attorney generals fail to enforce or write laws that will actually protect women. See what's going on? So Planned Parenthood, they got the right to operate without no oversight. Nobody's checking to see what goes wrong and what happens when a woman has a complicated abortion. Better yet, I guarantee you Planned Parenthood hasn't been sued for any women that might have died from an abortion. See what's going on here? They're cashing in off of our situation like they always do. So they, they're getting to operate without any oversight and it's no protection for women. In addition to a lack of regulations, the ravages of choice continue to take the toll on individuals, families, and states and the economic stability of the nation. This report seeks to examine this issue in the hopes that Congress considers investigation to explore the physical, legal, cultural, and economic harm of abortion abortion has created in, the, in our nation. Now, this document is from 2015. We are now in 2022. So you see that they not only didn't do any oversight, didn't check how these uh, Planned Parenthood facilities are being ran, there's no reprimand for when stuff goes wrong. And where are these centers located? In mostly melanated communities. So now they got all our people in the streets again. So-called Black Lives Matters behind this shit yet again. All the same players. And they all making a bag off this. As I told the people, always follow the bag. So look at this. The abortion consumer. Disproportionately, the leading consumer of the abortionist services is the African-American female. According to the 2011 Abortion Surveillance Report issued by the Center for Disease Control, black women make up 14% of the childbearing population, yet obtain 36.2% of the reported abortions. Black women have the highest abortion ratio in the country. But you see where I, I showed you guys the data early, it's based on the state-by-state -state basis, right? So I'm not just going to say all of our sisters out here just going crazy having abortions, but we are consistently having them. Goes on to say, 
black women have the highest abortion rate in the country, ratio in the country, with 474 abortions per 1,000 lives birthed. Percentages at these levels illustrate that more than 19 million black babies have been aborted since 1973. According to the Department of Public Health, of every state that reports abortion by ethnicity, black women dis disproportionately lead in the numbers. For example, in Mississippi, 79% of abortions are obtained by black women. In D.C., more than 60%. In Georgia, 59.4%. In Alabama, 58.4%. In state after state, similar numbers are found with black women aborting at two, three, or more times their presence in the population. At every income level, black women have higher abortion rates than whites or Hispanics, except for women below the poverty line, where Hispanic women have slightly higher rates than black women. See? So they all trying to tie this into a poverty situation, right? A poverty situation. You ain't got no money to take care of the child, so you just abort it. Yep. Exactly, Empress. They, they were put in our communities because we would be the sole customer. And again, they want that melanin. So what better way than, oh, you don't want that baby? You don't want God? You throwing God in the trash? Let us have God. And they turn God into a bunch of products that they can use. I'm going to go into that melanin bill later on my podcast next week. So it goes on to say the prevalence of abortion. Let's look at this here. Look at this chart. Planned Parenthood targets minority neighborhoods. You see this? They're in 79% of our neighborhoods to 21%. Now look at this. Percentages of Planned Parenthood surgical abortion facilities in minority neighborhoods. Percentage of Planned Parenthood surgical abortion facilities in other neighborhoods. 79% our community, 21% everyone else's. So you see that there's a connection. They care about us so much that they just want to help us kill God? Really? Or they sleep a little bit better when we depopulate our own population prevalence of abortion facilities within minority communities serves as a, as a major contributor to the rate in which black women obtain abortions. Accordingly, black women are five times more likely to have an abortion than white women. A recent study released by, uh, by Protecting Black Life and Outreach of Life Issues Institute concluded that 79% of Planned Parenthood's surgical abortion facilities are strategically located within walking distance of African or Hispanic communities. This study co uh, coincides with historical revelations that eugenists dating in the mid-1900s argued that the most effective way that could advance their agenda would be to concentrate population, control facilities within targeted communities. Historically, blacks have been the unwitting victim of a hidden racist agenda of those behind abortion and birth control organizations because of they believed they were receiving a new civil right choice. See? All they do is act like somebody's taking your choice away from you. And you'll fight to have a choice. A choice to do what? They tell you. See? They're pulling your strings all the while. And they disguise it as democracy, disguise it as artificial freedom. In fact, pro-abortion forces have created messaging that reinforces the notion of abortion as a civil right. As seen in a 2012 meeting of the Congressional Black Caucus and Pro-Choice Caucus on Capitol Hill, 
These advocates urged their constituents to challenge the pro-life. See, all of these fake politicians, they get you into the argument to make it look like they're fighting for you when they should be telling you you shouldn't even be in the argument because we created the argument. And we only get money on both sides of the argument while you still arguing. Look at this here. I'll skip to this portion. The population control nexus. There is a widespread uh, perception that women, particularly African-American women, are freely exercising their choice, right? Emphasize choice when they enter the doors of the nearest abortion center. Nothing can be further from the truth. The reality is that black women are being pushed, led from behind into abortion centers by a cadre of elitists who agree with Frederick Osborne, the leading eugenist of the 20th century, that birth control and abortion are turning out to be great eugenic advances of our time. If they had been advanced for, for eugenic reasons, it would have retarded or stopped their acceptance. In fact, abortion is steeped in the population control agenda. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, pay attention to this, remember? She was in the news not too long ago. Reminded the nation that this in her 20, uh, 2009 New York Times Magazine interview when she said, frankly, I had thought that at the time Roe was decided, there was concern about population growth, and particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. Pay attention. We got to get rid of the niggas. And she was historically accurate. There was concern about population, and Republican President Richard Nixon was at the center of promoting population control, particularly in the black community. Now look at this quote from so-called President Richard Nixon. As I told you, we talked about it earlier, that a hell of a lot of people want to control the Negro bastards. That's what they think of you. That's in your feelings. A majority of people in Colorado voted for abortion. I think a majority of people in Michigan are for abortion. I think in both cases, well, certainly in Michigan, they will vote for it because they think that that's what's going to, to be aborted generally are the little black bastards. As I told you, we talked about it earlier. This is a quote from President Nixon, that a hell of a lot of people want to control the Negro bastards. You know what we're talking about, population control. We're talking really, and what John Rockefeller really realized, look, the people in what we call our class control, the population populations. Sometimes they'll have a family of six or seven or eight or nine, but it's an exception. These are only a few of the sentiments Nixon expressed in the 1972 exposing the genesis of his thinking when he announced the conclusions and recommendations of the 1969 Population Control Commission. So they had a population control commission. So understand, President Nixon, the same guy that's saying, kill these little black bastards. He's the president that signed off on the federal funding for these Planned Parenthood abortion clinics. See what's going on? They're being used as a pawn. Either way. So it don't matter what they overturn. You shouldn't be in the argument at all. You should learn how to use your power. So it was in the spirit of these sentiments that Cecil Richards, president of Planned Parenthood, Federation of America, invited the Republican Party to return to its family planning. See what's going on here, right? I'll read this quote. 
A lot of Republicans used to support family planning, and Richard Nixon signed the first federal planning uh, program into law. There's a clear pathway to win back women's support, and it's to listen to the middle of their party instead of the extreme French. So when they did that, we're going to rule on the, the Roe v. Wade case. Just the ruling alone was a way to win over so-called women voters. It was a way to act like we care all the while they were ushering in their centers to be popular in our communities. And of course, we all know Margaret Sanger, right? The founder of Planned Parenthood. Then and now, Sanger's organization has used trusted leaders to convince the black community that abortion as a form of birth control is not only acceptable, but also beneficial to African-American culture. Now, I want you to really go into all of this about who Margaret Sanger is, right? And Sanger became a formidable force when pushing her Negro project designed to employ black leaders to promote first birth control and later abortion. See? So they're on both sides of the argument. Birth control and abortion. My choice, my body. See how they got you in the streets arguing a point that they created on either side? So, so she's behind this Negro project, right? goes on to say, Singer believed it was necessary to reduce the birth rate among the diseased, the sickly, the poverty-stricken, and the antisocial classes, elements unable to provide for themselves, and the burden of which we are all forced to carry. This is why all of these Planned Parenthood centers are in our communities. Heavily relying on members of the black elite, bourgeoisie, so-called black Secret society members, right? Heavily relying on members of the black elite to help craft her message, the Negro Project influenced respected black leaders, enticing them to singers' cause. Although leaders, this is why you see right now, you got uh, Maxine Waters out in the streets talking about, you guys should protest. She's a part of the propaganda because remember, I told you, they were talking about overturning Roe v. Wade since 2020. And in 2020, she was on the other side of the argument. Now, when it goes down, these politicians are acting like they're your heroes again, when they're a part of this argument. If you just step back, you can see that they're moving people like pawns on a chessboard. Populations running off, protesting at will, yet again, with no power. So this Negro project, created by Martin Singer, although leaders such as Marcus Garvey strongly denounced birth control and abortion as detrimental to the survival of the black race. Other black leaders and organizations supported Singer, W.E.B. Du Bois, Adam Clayton Powell. See, all of these, we look at two sides, right? You look at our so-called black leaders, you'll see the ones that really was trying to do the work. They didn't have no funding. Then you see the ones that's always on TV and they had all this funding and all this so-called white support. They were the ones pushing the agenda, right? Every Black History Month, don't they tell you about W.E.B. Du Bois? But they don't tell you too much about Marcus Garvey. They tell you about Adam Clayton Powell. They got a street named after Adam Clayton. All of these people that got funding from the Euros were a part of pushing the agenda. So it goes on to say, right, uh, Mary, Mary McLeod Bethune, all of these people, they tell us about Black History Month. These are the, the puppets they use to push their agenda. The Al Sharptons, the Jesse Jacksons, right? Paying black staff members into the six figures, Planned Parenthood and other abortion supporters have fanned their advocates across the black community sprouting a deceptive but unified message 
of the lack of access to quality health care. See, doesn't that sound familiar? Lack of access to quality health care. That's the same way they was trying to push these deadly vaccines in our community. Oh, the poor minority communities don't have access to health care. That's cold word to say we got to push the poison on the niggas. And we're going to use the nigga tap dancers to push the message. Look at all the celebrities that endorse, endorse the vaccine. Look at all the politicians that endorse the vaccine. Where are the artists to speak out against this whole agenda? You notice that? Not one any rapper in the game ever talked about this scandemic. Not one of them made a record on it. None of that. I got one though. But I'm saying, look at all of these people that we give our money to and our attention to. What are they selling us? Why? Whole lot of smiling teeth. Whole lot of tap dancing. So it says, um, then and now, Singer's organization has used trusted leaders to convince the black community that abortion as a form of birth control is not only acceptable, but also beneficial to the African-American culture. Of course, we look at the political ramifications of abortion in the black community, and I want you guys to look at the Dred Scott case, right? The Plessy versus versus Ferguson case, right? And that was dealing with Jim Crow. All of these different systems that we went through, it was just different levels of the same oppression. But you see how they got all the rappers talking about looking at their own brothers and sisters saying, they're the op. You're the op. You're the oppressor. When lyrically, spiritually, these kids forgot who the hell are impressing them. Who's oppressing them in the first place. It's like a, a big stage of mind control, if you ask me. At the same time, the South erected barriers to voting and holding office. They went even further with the help of the Supreme Court. And through the law, the 1980, I mean, the 1896 Plessy versus Ferguson case, stripped blacks of another degree of humanity by instituting what became known as the Jim Crow. So look up Jim Crow, because we're still dealing with a form of Jim Crow. Because everything is dealing with status and classism, right? Being a member of that parade, that's a status now. That's a class. So so it's like all of this stuff is still in play. And yet, where's the parade for healthy families? Where's the parade for two-parent households? Where's the parade for all that shit? Where's the parade for just celebrating life? Why? Because that all that shit is a farce. It's a joke. They're having that parade in New York City and they're tearing the streets up. The cops are standing by letting this shit happen. They're fucking the streets up. And so what are you guys celebrating? Why? I just want to be seen. I've seen so many children in this parade. What are you celebrating? What are you celebrating with your children? And y'all don't think it's some indoctrination going on. So of course, I want you guys to take a look at that Dred Scott case, right? All of this stuff ties in. I'll read this little uh, footnote. Consider this. If those 10 million children had not been aborted, the voting power of the black community would now be at 16% nationally rather than 13%. So keep in mind, they're for abortion because that's less people to populate the land. That's less people to take over in government. That's less people to push to write new laws. That's less people to change this paradigm. So, of course, therefore, killing God. Why? What are you for killing God? So now they had this argument, natural right versus court decisions. 
Since the 17th century emerged, emergence of critical thinker, John Locke, the debate about natural rights has raged, and questions abound on the government's involvement in protecting life, liberty, and property, right? Because that's what it said initially, life, liberty, and property, not life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It was always life, liberty, and property. In order to avoid the question of government protection for life in the womb, the Supreme Court accepted arguments that the child in, uter in utero is not life until it reaches the level of viability, which they said sometimes happens sometimes around the first trimester. Like slavery, tensions was created in the public square concerning who qualifies for natural rights and the protection it affords. In 1850s, it was the black slave who sought freedom and equal protection under the law. Today, it is the unborn child. If the baby in utero is not a human, being in the fullest sense of that term, then he or she has no natural right to life. However, if the opposite is true, then the unborn child is entitled to the right to life, and the mother has no more say in its viability than she does in determining the viability of post-birth children. Ignoring the advent of ultrasound and other medical devices that make it abundantly clear that the baby in utero in, is life and indeed human. The natural rights of the baby has been on an ongoing topic of discussion in the corridors of Congress and the halls of the federal courts. The current laws of the land vest in the mother the right to terminate life in the womb. This often creates a relationship conflict between the man and woman attacking the traditional family model in fact, the abortion industry has taken great care to promote ideas that clash with traditional family structures and ideology by celebrating a lifestyle that promotes moral decay, promiscuity, and abortion at birth, as birth control. The current law does not acknowledge the rights of the child. However, deeming the product of conception is the equivalent to being the property of the mother, and she alone is the arbiter of the child's life or death. I want y'all to keep that in mind, right? So now, what are we talking about? What are we talking about here? The mother is the arbiter of the child's life or death, right? So what are we talking about here? Because I want to show y'all something. I want to show y'all something. So now we're going to go into God's power, right? So we look at this. They said the mother has the right, right? So this is before... They made the law, this is after they made the law, and now, since they overturned the law. I want to go to this book for a minute. Job, first verse, chapter 21. And said, Naked came I out of a mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So I want to give y'all some game. Right? Anybody to follow <laughs> that doctrine? Anybody to understand what this is about? Right? What this is about. So now they talk in the Bible about Jesus, the figure being a carpenter, right? And his tools was the compass in the square. But the real hidden meaning of this, the grand teacher, the grand master, the grand architect, is you, ladies. Mom, mother, sister, daughter, you guys are the grand architect because you created Solomon's temple with no tools. So why I say this? 
the whole hustle of this argument is they don't got the right to tell you you can't have an abortion or the right to say you can't because who's the grand architect? You are. You ever heard of the phrase, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away? So ask yourself, who on this planet has the right, excuse me, who on this planet has the power to give life? I'll wait. Are these people writing the law? Do they got the power to create another life? Or do you, ladies? So now ask yourself, let's go back to the scripture. Because we talking about the word. And I'm not trying to indoctrinate you. I'm talking about the true and living God. So let's go over the scripture. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So if you have the right, ladies, to create a child, you have the right to take one away. So what does that make you? That gives you God's power. So I, the whole theme of this bill, use your power wisely. Because I'm not arguing for abortion. I'm not arguing against it. I'm telling you, why are you letting them kill God? Why are you helping them do their work? That's all I'm saying to you. Because, sister, you're valuable. Understand your power. So why are you allowing all these dirty niggas to come in your temple and worship and drop off something in your temple? Ladies, you know in 10 minutes if you want to build with a brother or not. So how is it you find yourself in situations where you have to abort a child? It should be a privilege for a brother to come into your temple and worship. And you should treat your womb as such. Because you're God. You still don't believe that, huh? They're trying to fight for God's power. So you in the streets protesting for the right to kill God. Really? Something is mentally wrong. I say, I say you're... you're, you're your energy deficient, your mineral deficient. We're going to get into all that, too. That's why I'm about to bring in the, the empress of universal health guru, Jazz, to, to get into that side of it. But let's let's get back to this book. Let's get back to this book. You don't believe it? I said you God, and, and they're fighting for God's power? Well, let's go to the book. John, first chapter, verse 12 through 13. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. See, this is why they're playing with our power of belief. That's why everybody's turned away from the book. See, you got hustled by the niggas reading the book to you, but you not reading the book for yourself. Let's read that again. But as many as received him, see, you got to receive God in your heart. We're not talking about no spooky guy in the sky. You got to receive the fact that you're God in your heart. To have heirship to your power. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. See, you got a choice. You can still run around this bitch like you a slave with no power. Or you can step into your godhood, your goddesshood. Get out this motherfucker and start godding. Islam. So now, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. See, if you go to John first chapter, it says Christ is the light. Christ ain't no person. His name ain't Jesus Christ like Jesus Johnson. Christ is the light. So who's Christ? Who are the Christ beings? Those who have the light in their heart. I'm talking about you. Wake up. Come out of the darkness. Wake up. Understand what they're hiding from you. So get back to this. You have the power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of flesh, 
nor of will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And they talk about those angels that fell from heaven. That's you. You fell into these physical bodies. And the only way you get out of this physical body, you got to get back to being God. Why are you fearing all these fake laws they putting out that they don't have no power to enforce? Right. So, so let's keep it going. You don't believe me? You don't believe me when I tell you? don't believe me when I tell you that you God, Empress? And if you're God and you had me, that makes me God's son. God's only begotten son. The whole book is about you. The whole book is about you. That's why they don't want you to read it for yourself. The flesh is the temple and the temple is the church. Wake up. Wake up. We having church right now. Wake up. So let's look at this. I want you guys to read this. John chapter 10, verse 34 through 36. Now, if anybody is a churchgoer and your pastor's on the line, I guarantee you they ain't going to read none of this shit in the church. But you'll never go back. You'll just start guiding them. John chapter 10, 34, verse 36. Jesus answered them. Now pay attention, right? Because they said Jesus, and we keep thinking this guy with a jerry curl. Picture the image. But Christ represents the light. He's not a physical person. It's the light in you. So now, yeah, pick that pick that Bible up, Empress. Because when you read it with, with a fresh eye, that book going to talk to you. Don't let all these pimp, pimps and hustlers read the book to you. Crack it open for yourself. Because it's all talking about you. It's all esoteric. Esoteric means inside. It's all spiritual. So Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods? Ye are gods. So Jesus, the God everybody keeps saying, he's God's only son, and he's the God we got to follow. He's saying, is it not written in your laws that you are God? You, you reading this, you're God. Why won't the preacher read that to you? Jesus answered them. Is it not written in your laws, I said, ye are gods? If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and the scriptures cannot be broken, say ye of him, whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemous, because I said that I am the Son of God? So let me translate that to you. The guy, Jesus, that everybody's hanging on their walls, he's saying, is it not written in your book? That you're God? So if you believe me being the son of God, and I'm telling you, it's written in your book that you God. Who you following? Wake up. So who got the right to tell you to abort or not abort? You got to realize you God having God. And you got the power to multiply yourself. If you don't know you God, of course you won't kill that baby. You don't know that baby's God. Of course you won't. You get what I'm saying? So you got to get back to your own divinity, ladies. Get out this argument. This ain't about us. Take note of what happened. So any of the sisters that might have previously had an abortion, this isn't an attack. This is your brother giving you a big hug. Saying, what do you do from here? Once you understand you God, are you going to continue to kill God? Or are you going to help raise God up from the dead? Right. That's all we're talking about. Take a look at him. One more. I'm going to the book on him. That's it. Because they can't, they can't refute this. So let's look at this. The book of Genesis, chapter 25, verse 23. 
And the Lord said unto her, Two nations in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. See what's going on? So it's telling you in the book, ladies, you got two kinds of beings in your womb. You could bring God here, or you could bring God's nemesis here. Do you understand? Because if you have God and don't tell him he's God, he's going to raise hell to this heaven. That's why a lot of the young people running out so lost and they just acting like crash test dummies. Kids rather live 21 years on this motherfucker and burn up because they don't understand their power. And I'm not faulting these young people. I'm trying to say any of the young people checking in, I salute you for understanding you have some form of power, some form of power. But if you don't know where that power came from, you can't use it wisely. You can't be God if you don't realize you came from God. The whole book is talking about her. But every man running the church ain't going to tell you it's about her because he wanted the power for himself. But didn't every man have a belly button? Doesn't every man have a belly button, which means he was connected to an umbilical cord, which means he was connected to the source? Right. You can only go back to that from which you came. Right. So, as I said, family, I'm going to bring in uh, the Empress, bring in the Empress Jazz, and we're going to continue this build. And we're going to cover something from a spiritual standpoint. We're going to cover something from an herbalist standpoint, right? Because I've seen, uh, seen a lot of our people that are stuck in survival mode, and they're just trying to get a bag. People not even looking at why this argument is being had and how our energy is being siphoned from this argument. I've seen a few sisters posting, you know, yeah, they overturned Roe v. Wade. So, you know, it's illegal to have an abortion, but but we got the herbs to help you have an abortion. So you mean to tell me your sister's out here selling fucking herbs to help women abort their children? Really? I know sisters that sell herbs to help women conceive. That's a noble deed. But if you selling herbs to help somebody have an abortion, because this guy, you chasing a fucking bag. But I want to show you this. The herbs are for the healing of the nation. The herbs are for the healing of the nation. Revelations 22, 2. Let me bring in, let me bring in this sister. Give me one second, guys. Where is she at? Now, Facebook hid this sisters. <laughs> wow. Okay. Trying to find her in the build. You know what? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see you, Jazz. Let me see if I can add you in now. Wow. All right. I'm going to try to, uh, I'm trying to add you in. Give me one second, guys. I'm going to um, add the sister in so we can continue to build. Wow. Can't even find her. Yeah, they on some hating stuff. Um, Jazz, do um, click the button to see if you can invite yourself in. See if you can send me an invite. Because it's not letting me tag, tag you to bring you in. Wow, that's weird.
Yeah, see see if you can um send me um an invite to bring yourself in, Jazz. Yeah, they Facebook is on. Excuse the difficulties, guys. Um, I'm trying to bring in the sister, and Facebook is bugging. All right, here we go. Let's go. Peace, peace, peace. You are watching the Facts Over Feelings Third Eye Hot Podcast. I'm your host JF Bay, and we are dealing with the Roe v. Wade overturn situation. Peace, peace, Empress. How's everything? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Uh, turn your volume up. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, see, look, they just threw the sister out. Um, okay, we're going to try to get her back. But um, as I was saying, guys, so we're going we're gonna to try to get the sister back in here. But as I was saying that, you know, it's a lot of people, instead of trying to use the herbs to heal, they're using the herbs to try to make money off this situation. And if you've seen what we went through, you God, ladies, so nobody can tell you what to do or not what to do, you know, what to do or not with your body. And understand this, that if that book says that you got God's power, what are they talking about? See, it's a reason all these people in Congress and all these government people, it's a reason they got to put their hand on a book before they get the job. Because they're bound to the contract in the scripture. And what activates it? Your belief of it. It ain't got nothing to do with church. Because you can sick that book on their ass. That's why the prophet Noble Ali said, don't throw away your Bibles. He's teaching us Islam, which truly means I self-law and master. You know yourself, you govern yourself. But the prophet Noble Ali said, don't throw away your Bibles. I'm going to use it to condemn this European. Because this book is your book. Understand this. Anybody, you ever seen the book of Eli? I want you to watch that movie. Near you guys, once you get off this build or when you get some time, watch the Book of Eli with the family. The Book of Eli is starring Denzel Washington. Now, in the movie, The Book of Eli, the whole premise is everybody in the world is fighting to try to get this last copy of the Bible because those who control the book control the people. So everybody's fighting to get this book so they can control the population and rewrite history. And this one brother walking around protecting the book but when you find out I don't want to give away the movie but when you find out that the brother committed the whole book from memory because he couldn't even I ain't gonna give it away but it lets you know who really wrote the book because our people a lot of people that's lost that took the bag they'll tell you that the, the Europeans wrote that book and this and that this is a collection of our stories but it's written in esoteric form so if someone read it to you without proper context, they could spin you and they could usurp your power. But all through the book is telling you who God is. You. So who you looking for? The preacher, the nigga with the nice suit, all these other fake motherfuckers? Matthew 15 8, they confess my name with their tongue, but deny me in your hearts. The whole book is snitching on these niggas. But if you ain't read it for yourself, you gonna keep thinking somebody trying to spin you. I'm trying to bring this this sister in. I'm trying to bring this sister in one more time. Yeah, send me send me another request, Jazz, because they they wild. They wild. They took your name out the list. I can't even bring you in. Here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you another ad right now. See if I can bring you in. But I'm saying this to say this, family. When you use this book on them, what power are they talking about? 
I don't give a fuck what they overturn. You got the right to do whatever. But I'm saying to you, do you want the right to kill God? That's all I'm asking. Peace, peace, Empress. Can you hear me? Wow. Turn turn your volume up. I can't even hear you. Yeah, they wildin'. They wildin'. They definitely wildin'. I don't know if uh take the take the airpiece out or something, turn your volume up. I can't even hear you at all. So they definitely playing with the audio. How about now? Can you hear me? Can't hear me? I can hear you, but you're very low. You got can you, that's the highest your volume is? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me see if I, uh, I can hear the audio. Can you hear me loud and clear, though? Yeah, they, they, they did this to a lot of my builds last year to where they'll replay the audio and you can't really hear it. It's on a loop. So you already know how they giving it up, family. They trying to mess with the audio. So we're going to try to go around this, right? So I was mentioning, uh, I know you caught most of the build about this Roe v. Wade case, right? I was mentioning because um, we previously did a build together and we were talking about uh, the fatal baby formula and how the children were dying from that. And I just mentioned, because I've seen a lot of posts, that a lot of our people were trying to capitalize off this Roe v. Wade overturning decision. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, yeah, go out and I'll, I'll bring you back in. Yeah, family. So, uh, you see how this, you see how this goes, family. Anytime our people are building and raising the frequency and using our energy to wake up some minds, they're going to try all their tactics on Facebook. As you see, they locked my account for the past three months. That's why I haven't been on Facebook. And mysteriously, they just unlocked my account. You know, I, I wasn't pressing no feature for them to monitor my page or anything like that. They just mysteriously unlocked my account. And this could be to see, let's see what subject matter he comes back with. And of course, I'm coming with the alternative to what everybody else is talking about regarding this Roe v. Wade situation. Because I'm not arguing for or against it. So now, the sister just said they took away the request button. So she can't even request to bring herself back in the audio. It's the second time I try to bring her into the video. And what we're going through, there's an audio loop where she can't hear me. And she hears me delayed like 30, 40 seconds. So it's like I'm talking over myself. This is something Facebook does in real time. Straight bullshit. But um, I'm, I'm going to see if I can bring her in one more time. No weapons, no weapons, no weapons, no weapons. Peace, peace, Empress. Are we back? Dope. Okay. I had to talk to them ancestors right quick. You know what I'm saying? To tell them to get off my ass. So, as I was saying, right, when we were talking about the Roe v. Wade case, um, I was mentioning because you're an herbalist and we previously did a bill together about the dangers of uh, the fatal baby formula, right? And that case has transpired where there's now nine different babies that have died. I want to show people this before I get into this. There were nine different babies that died behind the baby formula. So I'm saying this to say, how is it that a lot of people are protesting in the streets for the right to kill God? Yet again, right? 
you got your headphones in. Okay, yeah, they so they playing with it. But but I want you to just take take a look at this right here. So the last time we did a build together, it was in April, right? And we were talking about the dangerous baby formula from this uh Similac uh plant in Michigan. And they reopened this plant months later and no protests about this. No parents are in the street. And we had to date nine babies that are dead behind the infant formula that comes in a can that everyone's purchasing. So I'm saying, how is it one minute we're for life, the next minute we're against it? But I also wanted to bring you in to talk about, wow, see, they, they cut the sister again. Well, so I'm going to try to prep this part before I bring the sister in. So if you guys didn't catch it on the podcast, Facts Over Feelings, the Third Eye High podcast, you can find it on all the podcast streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Anchor. You can find it on all the streaming platforms where you listen to podcasts. You just type in Facts Over Feelings and Third Eye High, right? So me and Empress did an uh, uh, episode on the podcast in April. And we were talking about the dangers of the baby formula. And we were saying a lot of children are dying behind this baby formula. So fast forward months later, the FDA stopped their investigation. They reopened the plant. And they're now st- selling this contaminated baby formula still to our babies. They just did another recall in Canada. The same uh, Similac and Famil, the same damn Companies that have been selling us baby formula since the 70s. So they've been selling contaminated baby formula right about the same amount of time they've been operating Planned Parenthood facilities. But I was just showing you here that since me and the sister did the build, nine other babies have died from contaminated baby formula. Not to mention all of the children that mysteriously catch hepatitis and they can't tell you where it comes from. But I'll give you a tip because... At the same plant that we were talking about, the plant that produces the baby formula, guess what one of the citations the FDA hit them with? The customers, excuse me, the the people that worked in the plant, they weren't washing their hands after using the bathroom. Pay attention. So if you work in a plant that sells baby formula and you just took a shit and you came back out to the floor and you canning up this baby formula, guess how children can catch hepatitis? Through feces. See what's going on here? So I'm thinking all of this stuff is still linked together. But we're gonna get back to that. I'm gonna try to bring this sister in one more time. They don't want they don't want this uh masculine and feminine energy to collide. Peace, Empress. Can you hear me? No delays. Alright, great. So um yeah, I can hear you pretty good. So uh we were talking about the build we did a few months ago about the baby formula, right? And I just showed you that you have nine different babies die as of June from the same contaminated baby formula that the FDA is allowing them to sell. The same FDA that pushed the button for vaccines for six-month-old babies. Now, that's a topic, right? So I wanted to go back to this particular uh, post here that the herbs are for the healing of the nations, right? And you being an herbalist and you sell a lot of great products and got a lot of good testimonies behind these products, 
I seen some posts on social media that kind of disturbed me. So I wanted to bring you in on the bill to give your feedback. There were some sisters uh, trying to cash in off this Roe v. Wade overturned case. So they were saying, oh, it's illegal to have an abortion now. Well, come see the herbalist and we got you. And we could, what, help you kill God? So I just want to know, like, what's that about? Like, because I know you sell herbs that help women to conceive children. So just, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, tell us, yeah, tell us, yeah, tell us who you are. Tell us what you do. Uh, can you turn your volume up a little bit? Cause I got this all the way up, and I can't. I can hear you, but it's very low. If not, we'll work with it. All right, that's a little better. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. A little louder. Yeah, well, I was saying that, you know, you, you you created a compound that can help women conceive children if they're trying to conceive. Okay. All right, so, like, how do you, like, what's your stance on, on, on the post I was speaking of about basically women selling herbs to help women abort their children? Like, what's that about? What's your standpoint on herbalists selling herbs to help women abort children?
So so let me let me ask you because I'm I'm looking at a lot of situations where a lot of our people could be deficient in a lot of needed minerals and these deficiencies could cause some of the trauma, some of the mental uh disease or mental anguish that a lot of our people are dealing with, right? That that have them in situations where they're sleeping with multiple people or just looking for some form of love because they're deficient in certain minerals that might affect the brain and imbalance hormones. And I noticed that you, sipping your tea, you created a lot of different uh, tea blends that that address different systems in the body. Could you go over some of those products, some of those different teas? Could you discuss, you know, what's their functions? Yeah, we can see. Yeah, I can see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Can you hear me? Let me... What are what are some of what are some of the signs of iron deficiency? Also, also depression, right? Depression is is a sign of iron deficiency too, right? So, so a lot of, let me, let me add this. So a lot of the people that probably thought they had COVID or signs of COVID, they could have just been iron deficient. They could have just got a product like your, your Iron Max and boosted their iron intake. All signs of so-called COVID. So it's like a lot of our people are iron deficient based on not getting enough iron in their diet and not taking supplements such as teas or capsules or, you know, anything of the such. So what are some of the other products you have and what are their functions? Okay. Do you, ha do you have that product to show us?
All right. So uh, ex- explain uh, the the detox one for us. The blood blood purifier. And the the red blood cell production helps with boosting the immune system, helping you to fight diseases and to stay disease free. Right, right. That makes that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, what um what are the other the other products you have as far as the teas? Cause I'm, cause I'm thinking like this, right? Yeah, you have a lot of people dealing with mental issues, and it could be a lot of stuff clouded in the brain that they would probably need, like a brain booster, to something to get the oxygen flowing to the brain. Cause like a lot of our people, they're like suspended in time, their thought patterns are stagnant, and it's like we're just following these people's agenda every time they throw something out. No critical thinking. And also nerve damage as well. You could be dealing with some nerve damage. So, so let me ask you: out of all all the products that that you showed, these are teas, and these are available on your website. So you would just make it like you're making a cup of tea and just take it, you know, every morning.
Yeah, we're, we're doing we're doing a later build on that. The dangers of sugar. Wow, wow. Nah, I said, wow, that's that's dope. So already you're getting testimonies from the different products. Yeah, the stuff gets trapped in the bloodstream. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So what what are some other signs that the blood needs to be detoxed? Well, what are some other signs that the blood needs to be detoxed? So this would be, because if the blood is toxic, then you're talking about a lack of oxygen flow. If you got lack of oxygen flow, you're kind of starving or depriving the organs of what they need to run, right? So, so all of these different products you mentioned, they're in a form of a tea, and you can get them on your website. What's your website? Because uh, a lot of the people were asking in the chat. Yeah, pin, uh, pin, it, pin it to the video. So anybody watching this live and on the playback that want to purchase any of the, um, the tea blends that the sister mentioned, her website is... Uh, www.universalhealth.guru. So .guru instead of .com. Takes you straight to the website. So also, um, because in the last bill we did together, you mentioned that you created your own baby formula. That's been helping a lot of the moms too. Speak to us about that again. Because there's a lot of women that are still buying this toxic formula. Just why we just spoke about the nine babies dying. So talk to us about your natural plant-based uh, baby formula.
What's so what's what's the ingredients? What's the ingredients that you say? Yeah, well, um, is it uh plant based, no harmful chemicals, nothing? It's all from the source, right? There we go. So a lot of the, a lot of the parents, because I just wanted to get them. Because you know we, we we spoke about the nine different babies dying from using the same formula, and it's like the whole point of this bill was just to show that they don't mean us any well. They don't mean us well with anything about abortion arguments. They're for this. They want you to kill your child, even if you want the right to do such. You still got to look at who's pushing you to do what, right? And I'm just trying to stress the factor of this baby formula thing, and a lot of the parents, if they took more herbs and got their system better working, they would have more intuitiveness as to the ongoing attack that's happening to them, happening to us collectively, you know, the oppression, because mom... Makes sense, yeah. So you're saying basically they purposely put certain chemicals in there to disrupt the baby's immune system. So it's like if they don't convince you to abort your child and you have the child, they got another level to terminate your child. And to get past that, they, you know, then they got jail for them and all kind of, so, Stalling the video, but uh, continue. Yeah, they were, they was, yeah, they were stalling the video a little bit. They had you frozen, but um, yeah, I, I heard part of what you said, but continue. Yeah. 
Can you hear me? No sound? Um, yeah, yeah, you, you already know. This this their tactic because we're talking about a very powerful subject matter and all of this stuff is still currently in the news and you know, they're still trying to spin it. So yeah, we but but um we got the gist of it, so if we, you know, get cut off again, we'll just recap it, you know, on the podcast later in the week. But um again, uh you'll you'll pin your products. So as you see, family, uh we're building with the Empress and yeah, you guys can hear her, but I couldn't hear her on my end. And then she says I was like doubling in her ear. So she was hearing me like two minutes later, right? But this is the tactic Facebook does. They'll mess with the audio, throw people out the video, scramble the camera. Whenever we're talking about something as pertinent as shit that deals with our community directly, right? But again, uh, the sister will pin in the comments. She'll pin uh, her website. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna put her website here and I'll pin it. So anybody wants to purchase uh, any of the products she mentioned, as far as the herbal tea blends or the um, the uh, baby formula, right? And she sells other products as well. But you can just check out all the rest of the stuff on her website. But I'll I'll pin it right now. Yeah, but you know. I'm back, family, and as you see, Facebook is still <laughs> fucking with my page, but, you know, it's all good. We're going to still get around it, and I'm glad the people still were able to get the information. All right, so I just uh, put her website there, and I'll pin it. All right, okay, so anybody that wants to purchase any of the sister's products that she uh, just reviewed, you can go to her website here, universalhealth.guru, and any of the products that you were looking at, you'll see there on the site. So I'm going to get to another portion of this build, and we're going to try to bring the sister in. If not, uh, we'll just recap it at a later uh, build. But as far as this uh, case, you know, I just wanted to show the, the sisters, look at your power, and look at how your power is being used against you, right? Nobody has the power to tell you what you can or cannot do with what you created. Because if you're God, you have the power to give and take away life. But if you know that power, you're not going to be just, I'm going to have a hundred abortions. Not nah, you're going to understand to make different moves to not put yourself in a situation where you have to go to their facility to abort your child. And guess what happens? They keep your child and they turn your child into multiple products. Cosmetic products, makeup, lip injection shots, butt injection shots. Where do you think all this stuff is coming from? It's coming from the unused melanin that we're just tossing away in, in the trash can like Brenda's got a baby. So I'm just, you know, trying to encourage us to really look at our actions and how we're being played against ourselves. So anybody that, you know, you want to support the podcast, you want to just subscribe to the podcast. This is the podcast here, Facts Over Feelings third eye high podcast and you can find this on all streaming platforms right also in addition to amazon music and apple and all the other platforms right facts over feelings the third eye high podcast i am your host jf bay and also i i mentioned and i'll cover on another bill right because a lot of the people are protesting in the streets about the right to kill god but 
where's that same energy and protest for the children that are now being forced this deadly vaccine? That in April, CDC and the FDA, they all got ousted. The Supreme Court says they have no power to force a vaccine, a mask, or any of this bullshit on anybody. So you're still being a volunteerer, meaning you're playing Simon Says or CDC Says, and you're just going along with some shit that's illegal. But I want you to take a look at this before we go. Just as of the 21st of June, the FDA has ruled that it's safe to give the COVID vaccine that's been killing. It's on record. Check the various website that's ran by the CDC and FDA. No conspiracy talk. Facts over feelings. They now made it legal or okay to give vaccines to six-month-old babies all the way up to five years old. So you in the streets protesting for something, why not you protest about this? Because already a weekend, 58 babies receive the COVID vaccine. And they suffer life-threatening adverse events. Nobody's talking about this. This is 50 just to report it. Give thanks, Empress. Somebody checked out the sister's website. She likes it. Give thanks, Empress. And you look here, right? You see 58 babies received the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. They suffered life-threatening adverse events. An analysis of the various website reports show that contrary to the FDA's briefing document claiming that the majority of adverse events in Pfizer's clinical trial were non-serious, at least 58 cases of life-threatening side effects in infants under three years old who received the mRNA vaccine were reported. So parents, where's the outcry? Where's the protest that they are now convincing you to give your three-month-old, six-month-old, three-year-old a deadly vaccine that has not helped adults? As of right now, Moderna is working on another booster. And they're calling it the 2.0 of the last booster. So which means by the fall, you're going to be taking a fourth vaccine. So you're going to be like Fauci, who, who took three shots that allegedly caught COVID. The guy that's been the expert on COVID, he caught COVID himself after taking three shots. Now you're going to take a fourth shot. Now you're going to give a shot to your newborn. Pay attention to the narrative. If you don't know your power, they're going to render you powerless. They're going to act like you ain't got no power. So if there's any women that if you're having a baby, I don't recommend you have it in the hospital, but it's your choice. But if it's any sisters that's having a child, about to have a child in the hospital, and they try to force that vaccine on you, you can slap an affidavit and get up out of there. So if you need assistance, inbox me on that too, because I'll help you with that. If that book say that you God, who's going to argue with the book? Books about you. I'm not talking about no religion. I'm not trying to convert you to nothing. Religion simply means your private personal relationship with your God. You got to break the spells of the language. So any sisters that's having an issue, anybody that need a religious exemption. I help people in any field they work in. They can't force you to do anything. They got no power to do none of this. That's why they haven't made any laws to say you got to wear a mask. Haven't made a law to say you got to vaccinate yourself and your child. It's all bullshit. Say it with me. IAB. It's all bullshit. But if you don't know you God, they're going to keep running around like you a slave. 
Those who don't know their power have none. So if you're in a situation, ladies, and you're trying to conceive and they're saying your child can't leave the hospital unless they're vaccinated, that's all bullshit. But if you don't know that and you're getting emotional with them, they're going to handcuff you to the bed. And they're going to make it seem like you irate and you out of your mind. Don't turn up on them. Stand on truth. If you need assistance, if you're in a situation where you're, well, I'm going to have a baby in two months. Holla at me. I'll get you that affidavit. Take it with you. Put it in your purse. You ain't got to argue with these people. You just start standing on truth and don't say nothing else. Right? The truth shall set you free. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. You're God when you walk with God's word. You understand what's going on? We talking about the power of belief. We're not talking about what you say in this book, and I got to believe everything in the book. The book is just reminding you of the truth that's in your heart. He created the book to civilize these uncivilized savages. They flipped it on you and told you that you was the savage. And now they reading the book to you like a bedtime story. I'm encouraging you to crack that book open for yourself. It's going to read different. Everywhere you see the word Jesus, scratch it out and put your name there. That passage is going to light up. Facts over feelings. So let's get back to this. So they're saying 58 different babies received the mRNA COVID vaccine. They said for some, it is unclear if they survived. So they don't know how many died. They just know adverse reactions. So let me ask you, parents. If they convinced you to give your six-month-old child the COVID vaccine, we want to save them. We don't want them to catch this bullshit virus. And your six-month-old child has a heart attack and you can't sue nobody. How would you feel if they just said you volunteered to give your baby that shot? We didn't make you do it. That's, that's, that's what the card they're going to play. But how do you spin the fact that a five-year-old's about to start having heart attacks this summer and they're going to blame it on you? And they got immunity to keep pushing this deadly vaccine now to your babies. Where's the, where's the protest on that shit? So it says, for some, it's unclear if they survived. It is also unclear why the infants were vaccinated and whether they were a part of the clinical trials. However, in the upcoming FDA meeting on Wednesday, the FDA will not be able to argue it due to now while the FDA due to know while the FDA is preparing to approve the mRNA COVID vaccine for infants. So this article came out a day before the FDA approved the vaccine. So they already had the data that said 58 children most of them died and had adverse reactions, heart attacks, blood clots, etc. And they still okayed this shit. Just like the one they did for the adults. Because it was people dying in the clinical trials too. That's all public knowledge. Just look up the clinicaltrials.gov. You'll find all this shit. They, they have to publicly publish this shit. I'm one of those persons that do the research to give this information to you guys. To show you. The level of their arrogance. They're not hiding this shit. Seeking ye shall find. If you're not looking for the truth, you're not going to find it. So it goes on to say that the COVID vaccines for infants and toddlers aged six months to four years old and claimed it is its VRB PVAC briefing document released today that the majority of adverse events found in Pfizer's trial were non-serious. See, that's how they downplay it. So your six-month-old had a heart attack, they're going to say it's non-serious. Oh, 
Little baby was stressed out in the womb. He had a, he had a rough pregnancy, like he did nine months in jail. Like, come on, man, you can't justify a six month old having a heart attack, having blood clots, but only after they took a vaccine. Listen to this. The most common serious adverse event were life-threatening bleeding, anaphylactic shock, and anticeolinergic syndrome, encephalitis, septalis, hypoglycemia, and neuroleptic syndrome. In most of the reported cases, there are multiple serious injuries. In some cases, it's not clear what happened to the babies. Did they survive? And if so, have they recovered? Most reports do not specify under what circumstance the infants were vaccinated and if they participated in the clinical trials. See, the data that they published is very vague. So they didn't tell you how many children died from these adverse uh, events. Because remember, three months ago, they was trying to push this vaccine for the babies. But they had to put a halt because the data wasn't right. So even on the day before they ruled to make this shit okay to give to your babies, the data was showing, yo, this shit is messing up children. Don't put this shit out. But they cleaned up the report to make it seem like, oh, these little kids just had a little nosebleed or something. What are we talking about here? We're talking about heart stopping. Yup, yeah, the vaccine's inducing AIDS, HIV. There were some people that, you know, caught syphilis. Some people caught hepatitis from the vaccine. And that's another thing. They were talking about all of these cases. I want you guys to look it up. There were all of these cases that young children were catching hepatitis. And they said they couldn't understand where it was coming from. Thousands of cases. But keep in mind, a lot of these children were vaccinated. That's the side effects of the vaccine too, hepatitis. Along with Julian Barr's disease, paralysis, all kind of shit. Bell palsy, all of this stuff were side effects of the vaccine. All of this stuff has been swept under the rug. It's still going on. And as to date, not one person was paid for a vaccine claim. Because they said you volunteered. So it goes on to say, most reports did not specify under what circumstances the, the infants were vaccinated. While the FDA claims in its briefing document that the vaccine efficacy in infants is 80.4%. The document reveals that the claim is based on a total of 10 symptomatic cases of COVID-19 identified in the trials among 1,415 patients, seven of them in the placebo group versus three in the vaccine group. See, what they did was in the clinical trials, they mixed in all these different people. And they had a shitload of adverse reactions, but the only thing they published was probably the people they gave the placebo to and said, oh, they was okay. So it's safe to give it to everybody else. Bunch of bullshit. Assisted in the preparation of this article, right? So it says chest pain, cardiac arrest, skin cold, clammy. These are all side effects that babies are having from the vaccine. Chest pains. You know what I'm telling you, your six-month-old baby having chest pains, heart attacks from a vaccine, and you can't sue nobody? I repeat, parents, you ain't got to believe in conspiracies. Do not give this vaccine to your children under any circumstances. Because their blood will be on their hands. Facts over feelings. 
as you see here, right? These these are post posters they're putting up around the communities. See, did I tell you it's not about your right, your choice, your body? They're controlling your energy. So they revving this up. They telling people hit the streets. Why aren't you protesting? Night of rage. Who do you think's creating these flyers? Oh yeah, the Roe v. Wade case. Jane Roe. The lady that says she was raped, that's what the case was about, says she was raped and then she wanted the right to have an abortion and they made abortion legal. That's the Roe v. Wade case. Well, in 1987, she recanted her story that she was never raped. So if that story was some bullshit, just like the Emmett Till case when the white lady said that he tried to rape her when she recanted her story on her deathbed, and you see what they did to Emmett Till's face. All right. See, the crackers always double back and just make they lie truth later in history. So why are people protesting about some shit that was some bullshit? But if you know God's power, you're not even in an argument. Not even in an argument. But why aren't we protesting about things like this? 1,780 foster kids went missing in Missouri in two and a half years. What are they doing to our children? Why they support abortion so much? Because what happens to those babies after they yank them out your body? They become products. What's happening to all these missing children? They become products. See, this is the conversation people don't want to have. Because then they start talking, oh, you talk conspiracy shit. Why is it this country, 800,000 people go missing per year, never to be seen again? What the fuck's going on here? Why? Why aren't people protesting and outraged about things like this? You guessed it, Empress. Human trafficking. Big facts. Organ harvesting, all of the above. But here we go again. Let's take a look. Black Lives Matter. So Black Lives Matter is now getting behind the protests of Roe v. Wade. What's that about? Look at all the shootings and all that. You ain't hear shit about Black Lives Matter. But they're right on cue back in the protest again. So I guess Black Lives Matter changed their name to Black Babies or Black Lives or Black Babies don't matter. Because why is Black Lives Matter getting into a protest to say you should have the right to kill your child? Why the fuck are they in on it? Because they're here to get a bag, just like the 60 million they ran off with and they didn't change the law or any fucking thing. Right. Yep. Every, every state, mysteriously, everybody's protesting. They got all this energy, but they ain't protesting for the 58 babies. This <laughs> dead behind the vaccine. They're not protesting about none of this shit. They're not protesting about the people that died from the vaccine. They're not protesting about the fact that two years they violated your rights, got court violating your rights, and nobody went to jail. Not a one. Nobody's in the street protesting about the babies dying from contaminated formula. The FDA stopped the investigation, reopened the same contaminated plant that got court sending the contaminated milk to Canada, and they recalled it yet again. You don't know who your enemy is. You're gonna help them destroy yourself. Big facts. Big facts. So, I want to wrap this up, and I want to give thanks for everybody tuning in. If you catch this on the playback, salute to you. Give thanks, but you know I am your host JF Bay. This is the Facts Over Feelings podcast, and I want you to keep your third eye high. And I'm just here to shine my way, shine my light your way to help you find your light switch, keep your light lit. So get off here. Get more and do more with your 24 and 
When I say Islam, say it back. Because I truly mean I, self, law, and master. When you know yourself, you truly govern yourself. So if you truly care about the future, which is the babies, start paying attention to who their open enemy is. Teach your babies who the real op is. Pay attention to what's really going on around you. Pay attention to what you give your energy to. Get the fuck out of these protests and start getting really active. Find out who's behind these things that's pulling your strings. Stop arguing about a choice. When you God, you ain't got to make a choice. Because you God. All you got to do is get out here and start guiding. Peace, love, and light. Salute to all those on the check-in. Islam, get all fair, get more, and do more with your 24. I love you all the life. And this is the Third Eye High podcast. And we're going to deal with this facts over feelings. Peace and love. Euros on my shit. Get off this nigga. Fuck y'all. And that concludes the podcast.